What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 147. As always make sure that you're listening to this episode and the rest of the episodes if you choose to listen to them at a speed you are comfortable at I prefer 2x because things things are very nice and fast paced that way and uh, I tend not to fall asleep but if you choose uh, if you prefer a different speed then by all means uh, go for that um and yeah the reason why I'm recording this right now on Friday is because today was possibly the craziest day anyone alive right now has witnessed uh it was also the first circuit breaker for uh nifty that i remember or rather that my father remembers since jan 21st 2008 so 12 plus years since the last time this happened and it was a a very very extraordinary finish uh i you know if 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 you have not been following uh the markets today you have really missed it out i i don't want to uh you know put that fomo in you but but today if you missed out today you missed out today that's just this episode will not uh, make up for it you know any other tv show will not make up for it no um news report will make up for it if you missed it you missed it so today was that kind of a day but uh, without me blabbering on about uh, how amazing today was let me get into the observations okay so starting off with the standard fidi data that that we've been uh, you know we've been discussing since a long time now it's it's become slightly drab but still uh, it does give us some idea of what's going on so the fi's were net sellers again minus 6000 crores and the dis were net buyers once again for i think this is the third week now uh, but this is what we're seeing so it's 5867 crore for the uh, for the dis net buying ad ratio looks looks far superior to what we saw yesterday it's at 1.02 i think uh, yesterday's was 0.02 if i remember correctly but uh, it's it's clearly substantially more In fact the two can't even be compared. We've got 954 gainers and 933 uh declines, 113 unchanged. So the unchanged number has gone up. Uh but this is well within that limit that we've seen. I think 125 or so is uh is where it is usually at. So you know we can give that a pass. As far as the broad market indices are concerned, all of them literally all of them are in the green which is uh, you know a very rare sight but this has been happening worldwide it's not just india every single indi- every single index globally has been performing very well and i use the term every single very loosely here if some have not performed well then uh, don't don't quote me on it but uh, most of them have been doing very well in fact i'll give you a fact check of that right now uh just just seeing how the global markets are performing right now so it will give us some additional context nasdaq is down but it hasn't opened yet looks like uh footsie all all those good asia looking down again 
not by a lot nikki down quite a lot but apart from that things are mixed not as bad as what we've seen in the rest of the week so that's a sigh of relief uh in terms of the sectoral indices uh we're looking at media being the only laggard here 0.58% down apart from that every every single index is doing good uh vix was above 50 today i think this is the first time vix has gone above 50 i can see the high being 59.48 which is just an obscene amount so um if you've been trading the vix and from what i understand you can trade vix futures in india if you've been trading vix futures then you just made an absolute killing uh these past few weeks i i i I'd call it more than 4 weeks I think 6 weeks uh since we've been seeing wicks on the rise so if that's the case then good job if that isn't the case then oh well next time I guess um and that's what we're seeing with the broad market indices and the sectoral indices coming to the 52 week highs and lows we're seeing GK wires once again Ruchi Soya once again and uh, a few ETFs one by UTI SBI's uh, guilt fund so it's interesting to see a guild fund making its high here um but that's what we're seeing eight highs and 1159 lows uh which is again a very very high amount in terms of lows uh in terms of the lows very similar stocks we're seeing um adani ports and such i assume that this is because the market dipped initially before the circuit breaker and after that it recovered so that dip is what is being counted uh in case you're wondering nifty also fell quite a lot but we'll cover that in a bit when we come to the indices bulk deals uh we're seeing a few here again most of them being by uh you know corporates and businesses rather than individuals and this has been the trend of course you can't expect an individual so many individuals to make uh you know bulk deals so many times there are just a few uh people who can uh buy these sorts of things powerful is a uh, powerful technologies some guy named rajesh paul uh bought 94k sold 10k uh, is what i'm seeing a few other names as well here in the bulk deals and uh, yeah i think that's that's it as far as the bulk deals are concerned moving to the block deals nothing has changed sms pharma is still there uh, same case with uh, with the short sellings looks like Uh, looks like Titans short has been closed and squared off, and uh, I think Ramco Cements has been also squared off here because it's not showing uh, showing it in the list. But that's what we're seeing. And uh, as far as my observations go, there is an absolute bucket load to talk about. Um, you know, it's I'll probably just add a separate segment because this is already five minutes long. I don't want to drag it further. So let's let's move to the indices. Nifty is closing at nine thousand nine hundred and fifty-five. It's up three hundred and sixty-five points from its previous close. It's down four point five two percent. But I think the most important number here, and the one that really, really matters, is how far it's come from its low. The low for the day was eight thousand five hundred and fifty-five. and the close for the the high for the day no i'll just i'll just come to the close in a bit but the high for the day was 10159 so uh doing some quick maths not mental ones cuz i suck at it but my calculator gives me uh 
range of 1600 points for nifty and this range is high even by bank nifty standards so you can imagine just how mammoth it is for nifty uh it's it's that it's it's hands down the biggest move that I've seen so far, and I'm sure that most people alive right now uh, will agree with me there that it's the biggest move they've seen as well. And uh, literally in five or seven minutes was the first time since 2008, if I remember correctly, um, the circuit breaker has been hit 10% down nifty, and uh, that's where it made the low uh, pretty much. And from there the trading halted for 45 minutes and the reason i'm saying this is because this is extremely important extremely rare so from there 45 minutes trading halted 10 15 uh not 10 15 10 5 the markets started the pre-open session started 10 20 trading started and when trading started you know we could clearly see uh, more of a positive uh bias for the markets and from there it was just relentless in filling in that gap that it it had created. So it filled in that gap at 9,590. And from there it continued. It lost a bit of steam initially, but then it continued, uh, you know, powering on well past 10,000. So it was a very, very unexpected, volatile, crazy move that we saw. And uh, a lot of that has to do with, you know, all the all the press conferences that the government has done, all the all the measures that they've taken, and uh, globally speaking, India has India is definitely much much better off as far as the COVID nineteen crisis is concerned. Additionally, RBI has uh, agreed to put in I think two billion dollars um, of USD uh, to ease the forex market. So I'm assuming a lot of this move has to do with that. And all things considered, you know, once that circuit breaker was said, I think it was like a wake-up call to all the perma bears that, hey, listen, your time's up, probably try, probably best to go up or at least temporarily go up again. We don't know what will happen on Monday. So we can't just assume that because this, the second half of the day was good, uh, you know, Monday will be better. That is definitely not the case. For all we know, Monday might be another circuit breaker. And I don't mean to sound pessimistic, but I'm just being realistic that do not stay in that assumption that just because today was a positive day sort of guarantees that the coming days will be positive as well. That is definitely not the case. So that's what we're seeing with Nifty. I mean, overall, you know, I, I really haven't gotten into the chart details quite yet, but we'll get to those in a bit. Nifty is seeing 42 advances and just eight declines, which is a very good ratio. Uh, but again, this was a very good day in general. 12 advances for Bank Nifty, closing at 25,166.45. It's uh, it's down 1,195 points. I'll try to get um, you know the highs and lows of Bank Nifty here as well. If I can just somehow find where it is, and all right, so the low that it had, it had made it was 21,351. It's 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 just a terribly low number, and the high for the day was twenty five six seventy. That makes it a range of four thousand three hundred and nineteen points. Again, if that is not mega, I don't know what is. It's up four point nine nine percent, and this this really is why I wanted to record this episode today itself because 
tomorrow if i record it i will not be able to do justice to the kind of day that we saw and i'm sure that i'll end up delaying it as well uh, had i recorded it tomorrow day after cuz you know it's it's just the right time to record things like these is when they actually happen and you can actually listen to my voice go down a bit because of just how excitedly i've been screaming but i think that warrants it and uh, before we move to the charts i'll take a quick water break and be right back all right so i am back had a nice sip of water or a gulp of water and uh, my voice is hopefully restored for the most part uh, if not it'll 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 be like a circuit breaker for my voice uh, but jokes apart looking at the 5 minute chart here and the reason why i'm looking at the 5 minute chart is because i was personally trading with the 3 minute one because during the day it for me gave me the most decisive moves and uh, i feel that you know that's the best thing uh, that's the best option here so looking at the 5 minute because 3 minute can get a little fast for a lot of people in fact it's very fast for me as well uh, so 5 minutes is what i'm looking at right now and the first two candles clearly just a terrible terrible uh, downfall i think it that's that's approximately where it had made its high closing at 8600 from there 45 minutes no trading and uh, it opened the very first candle that we saw i think this was a pre open one and uh, that was <clears throat> that was in in the uh, you know that that created the low basically of the day and uh, i'll just help you with the low as well it was 8542 was the day's low uh looks like so from there oh uh, no that's the wrong chart that i'm looking at 8476 was the low my bad so from that low it was a relentless uptrend and we saw the low for the next candle being 8555 and the high being 9164 so 600 points in one 5 minute candle is what we saw and in case you were wondering how you could have made an absolute fortune on this candle i'll come to that in the next segment where i'll talk about my complete observations but uh, this is what we saw again on uh, on the 5 minute chart like the major major candle which really really mattered was this one and from there they, it it pretty much uh, the candle pretty much closed right around the open for the day from there it took a little bit of a break little bit of a breather and then it just it just carried on its relentless relentless uh, you know jump to the previous close and from that it retraced for a bit went sideways for a bit and then again a massive jump uh, making a new high breaching that 10k barrier effortlessly and from there falling back uh, making another attempt and the final tick according to the trading view chart is at 10020 so the final tick it has been able to maintain that 10k level which is an absolutely brilliant sign but um you know in terms of the closing price it's at 9955 of course it's the last few minute average which is why it's going to be like that but you know absolutely mega day today if you missed it you really missed it i mean i i don't mean to sound that uh, crude but trust me if if despite so many uh, recommendations to look at the charts uh, today and this entire week pretty much if you still could not or were not uh, willing to look at the charts you 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 missed out on witnessing history let's ju- let's just put it that way 
So that's what we are seeing on the charts. As far as Bank Nifty is concerned, I'll just take a look. I haven't checked it yet uh, because Bank Nifty is not something I've traded today. But we're seeing something very similar literally to the T. Uh, except Bank Nifty was slightly more bullish. Of course, that 4,000 point move has to uh, be slightly more bullish. In fact, it attempted gap filling of uh, of yesterday as well, which is just insane. It's ludicrous how strong that move was. And uh, yeah, that's what we're seeing with Bank Nifty and Nifty. And there was a suggestion that I should cover crude as well and some other security that I'll have to check. So I'll get back to you guys with those. I, I was actually, while recording this, I suddenly um, remember that, you know, that was that was one of the suggestions. So I'm, I'm going to get to it now in a bit and uh, see you in a bit. Yeah. Okay, so I've got USD INR and Brent prices on my uh, radar right now. And <clears throat> so I'm, I'm looking at WTI crude and Brent crude. In case you are wondering what the difference between those is, apparently WTI is more of a North American measure, and Brent, from that we- from the website that I checked uh, out, Brent basically looks at more of diesel fuel production and such. Uh, but apparently the difference for me it just looks like it's one is from the US, one is from the UK. So <clears throat> I really don't know a lot about it. Uh, but still, you know, I'm going to cover it. So 32.52 is where WTI is at up 1%, uh, not 1%, $1, and 3.24% uh, is what it's up. 35.96 is where Brent is at 2.16% up. And uh, in terms of the USD INR, we're looking at 73.91. And it's formed a nice W, uh, well, several W patterns uh, on its five-minute chart, if we look at it. Now, uh, you know, I have I have included this in the segment. But the thing is, I really can't uh, give that sort of analysis, which uh, I can normally give for the stocks and for the indices, because... Literally the last time that uh, I had checked out Brent and WTI and such, it was Ice Brent, I remember very clearly. And uh, this was this was back when I was interning for, uh, you know, Jet Airways. So at that time, Brent was at $75, $80 or something per barrel. And uh, USD INR was at a steady 69 from there, it jumped to 72 if I remember correctly. So those are the levels that I really remember. So looking at 30 and 35 here is very weird because it's just not something I'm used to. It's not something I can track as easily. Uh, but with me now starting to you know include this, hopefully in future episodes as well, it'll be far far easier uh, you know for people to actually understand and for me to track it as well. So uh, you know I hope this helps and it's just a two minute segment, but I'm hoping that it increases. Uh, you know, once I actually start including it and once I start tracking it, because the thing that you need to understand with, uh, you know, these things is that fundamentals matter so much. It is crazy. Uh, and, and sure, I mean, they matter in stocks as well, like equity as well. But interest rates and such have a massive impact on Forex. And of course, the supply, OPEC, you know, all those collusive agreements and such that they have. Uh, matter a lot in uh, crude so all of those things I have not studied which is why it's a bit difficult for me to give you an uh, you know educated guess or opinion 
So I've just included those. And now let's move to my observations during the day trading Nifty. All right, so initially the first 10 minutes or so, uh, pretty much since uh, till the till the circuit breaker kicked in, I called up my dad because he's out of town right now. So I called him up and said that, hey, looks like we will have to be silent spectators in this market because it's it's just not giving us an opportunity. And he said, yeah, looks like. And if you're wondering why that is, uh, the option had hit, uh, the option prices, pretty much all of them except for ITM ones, had hit their circuit price. So uh, you could not trade them at all. And imagine that is really not uh, not to reassure him because you want to trade, you know you can make uh, a good return, but you just can't. And that is what possibly came in the way for most of us today and the rest of the week. So that was the biggest, uh, biggest thing that really biggest hurdle, I would say. And, you know, that is why I said that we're probably going to be uh, silent spectators. So I was looking at it. And also the option prices were damn expensive. I just had, uh, you know, uh, like 8,000 in my account. So I could not trade a lot. Obviously, I could not buy those 500 premium options like, uh, you know, the ITM ones or the next options or the next strikes and such. So I held on to it. And uh, then an option came up. Uh, it was, it was, I think it was 90 rupees. It was a 10,500 call. Nifty was at support. And I thought that, hey, this is the time to strike. I've already missed out. In this week alone, I've missed out on at least 700 points that I can point towards uh, where I could have taken it. And, you know, obviously 700 points is an absolute measure, like a very, very optimistic measure. 50% discounting, 350 points is still not a joke. So had I just taken those trades, I would have gained 350 points. And again, very conservatively. So I decided that I've done enough of, uh, you know, being uh, being unconfident in my analysis and I have I have taken enough, uh, you know, late decisions as well. Might as well take a rash one this time for once. And when I say rash, I do mean that an educated rash decision without overthinking it. So I placed an order at market. Uh, the, the, you know, I was, I was looking at it at 75. It jumped to 85 or so. So I thought that, okay, now is the time. Got triggered at 91. And from there, it, it, it went back down to 83 or so. So I was looking at a steep loss uh, in terms of, you know, all things considered. So eight points or so. And it, it is a very, it is, it's a punch in the face when you look at an MTM loss straight away. But that is how the market has progressed. I was prepared to take a much, much larger loss. Uh, it went down to, I think, 12 points uh, of a loss. And then from there, the way NFT has jumped, uh, it was it was literally from, it was literally as if my prayers have been answered. It jumped, jumped one, one tick after another. I could see it fighting, you know, I could see it fighting initially. Um, probably the toughest battle for NFT I've seen was on, was on this candle where it was just it was just fighting between the sellers and the buyers i was very very confident because the number of buyers was two times the number of sellers and the ticks were moving up as well and from there it just it's it started skipping points you know 20 points jump 50 points jump and so on i uh, the, i trailed the option till uh, it was at 130 after that after which i was at all right you know it looks like it's slowing down time to exit was able to exit at 120 
And again, this is one lot, so it's not a lot, 30 points uh, or so on one lot, uh, but it is something. So uh, all things considered, this was the the, the only positive day for me uh, in this entire week. And it's very odd because today is a day where most of the people that I've seen either chose not to trade or, and very rightfully, so let me let me add, I'm not saying that I've done something very uh, smart by trading today. It was purely a decision which, uh, which you know, I was, I was like, all right, this is where it's moving clearly, but the option prices might screw me over. And uh, those who held out on trading today, great decision in my opinion. Uh, but I, I, I was just not willing to take this one because I, I, I just had to trade today. It's, it was, it was not uh, an addiction. It was more of a, it was more of a thing where I did not want to give up. So, if you, if you did not trade today, probably the best decision that you could have made, considering how weird the option prices were. Uh, but thankfully, it worked out for me. And I'll tell you just how weird they were. So I probably exited the market uh, when I'll, I'll just help you with the price as well because it'll help you give it'll, it'll give you so much additional context it's not even funny i exited it at 9750 and i trailed it from 9500 so obviously 200 point move um on a thousand point uh so a 200 point move on the underlying thousand point far out strike still giving you 20 rupees it's it's unthinkable unless you talk about a market like this from 9750 i saw it showing signs of weakness so i kept my trailing on i trailed it up to 9850 and from there the next candle immediately you could see that it is just not going to sustain i exited it very sharply again 25 points uh, gain on that one from there it went down uh, and it, it, it went up again. So it retraced for a bit, went up again. And I was tracking the option prices, you know, 10,500 call, the one that I'd taken. It did not move. And the, the weird thing is from there, when it jumped down, uh, you know, uh, till 9762, so about a 100 point fall. It went well below my cost and from there it never really recovered, you know. It did come up to around 95 or so, but it never really went to those 100 plus levels back again. The max that I could see after that was 115, which is still around 6 rupees. No, it's still around 3 rupees lower from where I had exited. So, uh, all things considered, great exceptional timing. Obviously, luck played a massive role in this one because, um, you know, I'm not going to take away from my decision to exit it early. But at the same time, I won't deny that one thing wrong, one timing, one second error and things could have been uh, much different. So, that was the kind of exciting day that I saw. And it was pretty crazy, you know. If you were not careful with options today... You could have you could have pretty much lost every single thing. You'd have lost your uh, capital, and if you were on the selling side, of course, uh, you could have lost everything. So, uh, you should have been very careful because the thing is, I'll I'll give you some insight into how today was moving and how the week has been moving so far. So, imagine this: the prices are moving. You're at a hundred rupees. Uh, and you think that, okay, it looks like it's moving. It's going 101, 102, coming back to 99, going to 103. You know, the regular fight that we see at such levels. And suddenly it goes up 105, 107. You're like, holy shit, this is my move. Let me get a call. You think that, okay, I, I really can't get an ATM call. I really can't get an ITM or an ATM call. Might as well get a 120 call or 150 strike call. So you get a 150 strike call. Let's say you're paying 20 rupees for it. Uh, underlying is at 110 when you buy it. And uh, when, when you look at it, 
underlying 110 call price 20 you buy it at let's say 23 realistically speaking underlying at 111 so it's still gone up from there underlying goes back to 109 your option price from 23 drops to 15 and that is literally what has happened this entire week a two-point fall from a strong momentum uh, in your direction would have resulted in a massive massive uh, you know evaporation in your options premium and the only way to really come back in the green from there would be to expect a massive move happening in your favor and let's be honest that is not something we can count on of course that happens sometimes but not always so and the only other option you would have is to exit when you're getting three to five points so that is what we were seeing and in fact that really is the case if you had traded options in this week you will know what i'm talking about because Today, out of all the cases, when it was an extreme one where your directional sense would have been bang on, but the prices just would not move in your favor. In fact, you buy a call, market is going up, your call goes down. And this is, trust me, this is what I've been seeing today. And that is why I'm saying those who did not trade today, wisest decision you could have made, you really did not lose a lot of money. Trust me. Those who could have caught the uh, caught the thousand point move, I really don't know how they would have caught it. I'm assuming institutional players would have been, uh, you know, doing their thing. But today's move, not for retail guys, not for people like you, not for people like uh, me. So that's my take on it. Again, if you feel that you lost out on today's rally, that is not the case. Let me repeat, because uh, today was possibly the roughest day that I've seen uh, in terms of the option prices. But uh, it, it really is quite possibly the most exciting one uh, so far. And we really have not seen Monday yet. We really have not seen what happens over the weekend just quite yet, which is why it's a bit hard to say what might happen on Monday. Perhaps we see a gap filling. Perhaps we see a regain or retainment uh, of uh, of the 10k levels perhaps it goes higher perhaps it goes lower there's really no decisive way of saying what happens which is why i'm saying that if you've got open positions be very careful and ideally don't keep open positions unless you're willing to lose the entire amount so that's my take on it and let's move to the lesson now so my lesson is obviously something to do with timing and overthinking and the reason why i really want to include this here is because you know oftentimes what happens is that we we look at how an option is moving we look at how the underlying is moving and we think that okay let me just see i need some extra validation let's see how things go but what happens is either your move goes away or you know your move still stays, but the option premium just does not move that much. So what happens in such cases is that your view was right, your view was validated, directionally, uh, directional sense perfect, and every single thing perfect. It's just the timing that screwed you over. And, you know, at times like these, when the prices are moving so rapidly, you have no, no time at all to really, you know, even think about, uh, you know, about whether I should take a call or not. Mm -hmm. If you want to buy an option or if you want to sell an option, if you want to take any position, 
you really need to be very sure right before the market starts that okay if this is the price where it goes i'm going to buy it if this is if it goes below this price i'm going to sell it or if this if i can see this pattern i'm going to buy it i'm willing to lose this much money so the option price has to be relatively around this much and if those uh, you know characteristics and the parameters are being fulfilled only then can you just take such an instant instant decision because otherwise you'll be stuck in that thinking loop and you do not have time to be stuck in that thinking loop so my honest recommendation to you guys and i use the term recommendation very loosely this is not an investment recommendation or this is not investment advice this is just my experience that i've seen in this past 4 uh, or 5 weeks you really do not have the luxury of taking uh, you know a very uh, relaxed decision you have to be very very comfortable with losing a certain amount of money to make a certain amount of money and you have to digest the fact that any trade that you take can go against you and the biggest the biggest deterrent that will come uh in the way of you actually being able to do this is your own self and the reason why i say this is because this past week literally the entire week that i've seen has been in the red for me it's either break even or loss and as a result you know when that happens it really messes with you in the head you think that okay what if the next trade i take is also going to end up in a loss okay what if uh, you know what if i take a trade and i lose my entire capital or what's remaining of it and those thoughts are going to be there inside you constantly but the moment you realize that the odds of your trade such in such cases are independent in and what i mean by that is the probability of you having a profitable trade is not related to the uh, to the probability of uh, to to the outcome of your previous trade so let's say your current trade was profitable your next trade can be uh, a loss one if your current trade is a loss making one your next trade might be the profitable one and so on you really have to accept that and sort of drill it inside your head and that is when you will be able to take a decision like that because apart from that unless you do that you will not gain that confidence you will not gain that conviction in yourself which will help you to take a good decision and the reason why i'm stressing on this this much is because unless you get this properly nailed down you will only be able to make money in trending and slow markets but when the markets are like this when they are choppy when they are volatile you will lose all the gains that you've made in those nice markets and anyone that has been in the markets uh, you know this past again 4 5 weeks knows that this is true sometimes your profitable trades in these markets will be there and big but how it's how you can sustain and you know maintain and retain that profit is what will matter and that's not something which will come unless you take very very uh, you know timely decisions so that's my lesson for the day i know it's it's a long episode i know i've put a lot of you know a lot of a uh, lot of emotion while speaking into this but the reason for that is that my father's recommendation of uh, you know keeping these episodes unscripted is precisely for this my candid views and thoughts and opinions on these things are far better 
when I'm not really, you know, reading from a paper. And this is really when I can share with you guys the exact experience that I had and the exact lessons that I learned, which will be far more valuable than any single thing that I can write on a notebook. This is what comes from at the top of my head. This is, you know, stuff that stuff that really comes from within rather than me preparing stuff, which is why, you know, you might see that, okay, I've been fumbling a lot. I've been, uh, you know, saying a lot of weird words at times, you know, uh, all those things might be happening, but it's just that I'm trying to get out as much as I can. And it's just, it's just, you know, it's, it's amazing in my opinion. So I hope you found this helpful and insightful and informative. I hope today was a good day for you. I hope you learned something. I hope you were there to experience the wild markets that we saw. And, uh, you know, I hope that you learned something uh, today, you know, if regardless of whether you traded or not. So that's it from my side. Happy trading uh, on Monday. And uh, yeah, we've got the entire week to review information and see what will happen on Monday. But don't stress it again. Be very confident. Make sure that you know where your trades are. Make sure that you're confident to the level of the option price if you are doing options or to the level of, you know, the equity price if you're doing equity, whatever it is, you know, make sure your analysis is bulletproof and nothing will stop you. So see you in the next one. Happy trading. Thank you.